What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to season one, episode fifteen of the Fuck Relaunch podcast. We got we got a brand new face that's in here th this evening. It's uh, what is it, Roldan? Uh, it's spelled What's going on, man? Welcome, welcome to the show. Um, tell us how long how long have you been in the military? What do you do? Do you enjoy it? What's your plans in the next five years? The question is, do we ever actually enjoy being in? <laughs> that's, that's a good question. Uh, no. Um, sure. I didn't think I was going to be doing an interview today. <laughs> I've been <laughs> in almost four years now. I'm a common engineer, just like my boy. Um, let's see. Next five years, not suck starting an M4. I mean, I can understand that. So you do plan on re-upping? Yeah, actually, my re-enlistment window's coming up uh, after I graduate BLC. Are you gonna pick up that shitty uh, two striper? Yes, because I do not have enough points to pick a sergeant. Because the army doesn't believe in just letting me do what I have to do and just be a fucking leader. Sorry. He's not stoked to pick up Corporal. It seems like nobody in the army. <laughs> He's like, man, I want to pick up sergeant and not fucking two stripes. Man, I just want to be a warrant officer. Just be the magical unicorn that everyone knows but never sees. Wait, so do you have to be like an E6 to be yes. eligible for chief well? Yes. Do you think I'll make it that far is the question. I don't know. Now, Sorry, I'm fixing myself. Oh, no, you're good. <sighs> we have a question for at Drew the Dude. God fucking damn, we're already starting it off. What is the worst part about your job? <laughs> uh, my boy can help me with this one, too. Uh, honestly, well, for me, it's a, a decent bit of, like, math. I'm not, uh, not a fan of math. And I was never good at it with the uh, demo calculations and all that shit. Thank God I did not go 12 Bravo then, because I wanted to be a combat engineer for the Army, and I sucked at math. And you're saying there's a math involved? No thanks. That's the deal. There's a, there's a joke there somewhere, LT. But, uh... Fuck you! <laughs> I, see, I see what you're trying to do. I didn't say anything. You're assuming. You know what they say about that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's a mixture of that, and then... It's a lot of uh, knot tying, weirdly enough. Like, you, you wouldn't expect it, but it is. Uh, it's, it's just a lot to remember, if, other than, like, the, the key ones that you always have to know. Yeah. And, uh, what, what about your boy? Uh, you got anything you want to add about? What do, you, what do you not like about your job being a 12 Bravo? I mean... If you want me to talk about, like, my job in general, I mean, it's just the job. It is what it is. Now, I could go in depth of, like, with the way the Army has been doing things if you really want me to go there. Like, listen, about six years ago, man, six years ago, the way it used to be was you would start off here. You get the fucking frag. Oh, hey, we're possibly going to be going over here, you know, killing people and 
fucking taking asses and giving names. And then basically, you train, 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 do all this training, go to like, you know, all these things to certify, and then you, your unit gets the thumbs up, and then you're actually over there, and then you're at the peak, and it's like deployments, right? And then you're there for like uh, nine to like a year and a half, and what happens? You go back home, and then it's R&R, reverse SRP, you know, doing all these things, chilling, taxes, kids that may or may not be yours, and then you <laughs> go back to doing the training again, right? And the army is just like, oh, you know oh, what? Ron's slightly cheesing over there. <laughs> it's because it's true. Like, He's it, like, he knows. And, then, <laughs> and now it's like, you have to be ready at all times. It's just constant readiness. Train for this, even though you're not doing anything. Train for that, even though you're not going to use it within the next few weeks. It's all this training that's taking up resources, time to always be ready as if there's any, there aren't units that's like meant for these types of things. Yeah, for real. Uh, this question is at everyone who is in the military. God, what is the reason why Oakley's is the most bought sunglasses? Mia. So, first off, to caveat off what? Oh, my God. What? what, what hold on. Hey, Jesus, <laughs> sorry, that's the I can't I can't do that without actually like make that noise without I'm I failed Spanish for a reason. Okay, <laughs> I bought Apple Watch to cheat in Spanish. <laughs> I can't do it. I literally hey, can't who's... do it. I, I can't physically say that. You can't. Anyways, no, like I'll actually start vomiting. Anyways, oh. <laughs> the caveat what you said. <laughs> Um, I completely agree with that. And why Oakleys are the most bought is because you have... First off, you really can't see through them. And yo, going back to the questionable my children thing. Bro, you gotta have something to hide them tears when you realize that... Shut the fuck up. It's Joey's baby in eight years. No. That's why Oakleys are so commonly bought. You can't see through them, bad boys. That's when you, like, make the sheesh face. <laughs> let's, take, let's take the fact to acknowledge that Drew and Ron are both wearing cat ears. And it makes me extremely happy. Don't, don't hate. Don't hate. Appreciate. No, that's why it pretty. makes me extremely happy. And... and uh it's more towards Mia because <laughs> I look like a cute anime girl. Mr. Ron. LT, we're just showing appreciation towards you, our daddy, our faithful leader. Oh, is it because I like cats? Well, your name is Lieutenant Cat. Or is there so... another is there another reason? Your name is Lieutenant Cat. We have cat ears. I thought it was something else, but Okay. Fair, fair, fair enough. <laughs> Um, and to... <laughs> freaking freaking <laughs> uh, For the Oakleys thing, I never paid for a pair of Oakleys. Mine were all issued to me. That's why I wear them all the time. You know what's funny? There was a video of Drew. Uh, were you in the field, I think? Or something like that. He said that those weren't your Oakleys. You found them on the ground. Yes. Cleaned them. Oh. 
Yes, so I can actually add more to that too. I have, and uh, my boy can uh, attest to this as well because he watched me pick some shit up. Um, I have a weird luck with finding shit. I found the Oakleys on the ground. I found a pair of uh, Ray-Bans in the ocean. Yeah. Um, I found a fully working charging brick for an iPhone. Or oh for like a, a, a USB. In the middle of the fucking woods in Fort Leonard Wood. And... No, I, I mean, I it was a... And it had just like downpoured, and I found this bright red charging brick. I still have it somewhere, and it still works to this day. And I found that. So yeah, I've I've found fucking Oakley sunglasses, Ray Vans, chargers, fucking uh, you know packs of cigarettes here and there that were completely unopened. You know, I, I have this dumb luck in the field of finding random things that are useful and that i fucking need and it's great hell yeah mia yeah yeah brad brad newquist what do you what do you want newquist the actual direct answer is dwight oakley oakley's are not, are not, are not famous for having one of the most durable frames and actually have <laughs> It's also a status symbol because Oakleys are expensive as hell, as we all know. If you have a pair of Oakleys, it means you have money. And unfortunately, in today's world, money means status. Yep, that is the truth. Uh, Terminal Smith. Yo, uh, I love Oakleys, but like, not to, not to plug a dope brand that I'm sponsored by, but I would love it. Yo, Gators, though, way stronger than fucking Oakley's because they're aluminum. And I will happily... So, Gators are better than Oakley's. I still have a pair of Oakley's, and they're just, they're comfortable, and, like, I don't feel bad if I break them because I can just go onto their SI website and use my discount to get them for fucking 30% off. Now, can you get these, like, in a prescription lens? Probably. It's Oakley's. They're a big company. But I meant same yeah, with Gator. Um, I don't know, but I actually have working eyes, so I don't need to worry about those kind of things. Yeah, thanks, asshole. You know, my my brain doesn't hurt when I look at things. Yeah, thanks, asshole. Like, I know that I can't see. Yep, that's the point. I have to <laughs> <laughs> except my knees. I am the Lorax. I speak for my knees. Ah! Yeah, they're yeah they're not speaking. They're just crying constantly. This question is for Krista Marie. Hello. <laughs> Hello. This comes from Exquisite. I never oh, thought I would see you on the show. <laughs> well, I'm here at... <laughs> <clears throat> Thank you, Krista. I'm not being positive, I promise. <laughs> She's being good. She's not causing any trouble here. <laughs> Yet. Thank you, Krista. This a question is for Roldan or Hair Horse. Uh, you can call me Daddy if you feel comfortable. Daddy Jesus. 
<laughs> yeah, boy. Papa. Papi? Hey, hey, hey. Only he can call me Papi. I ask. <laughs> What's the question? Uh, the question is, how gay is Drew? I plead the fifth. <laughs> I got this. Drew? For the homies, very. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, again, for the homies, very. Actually, we've we've done some pretty questionable things there. Listen, uh, can I tell them the stories of how messed up I used to get? Which one? <laughs> Which one? I, I, I'll just let it out. I'll just let it out. It, they, uh, so there was an incident where um, I thought that it was a very good idea to get extremely intoxicated, just like most, you know, soldiers at the time would do, right? Naturally, that's what we do. <laughs> right? Okay. Tracking. And um, there was somebody at this party who uh, we all knew was openly, you know, of the the same team playing on the team, loving <laughs> the team, was for the team. Um, but, you know, me, I am i don't care. Personally, I don't care. You know, like, hey, live your life, happiness. Woo! But um, I decided that, like, since I don't care about those things, what better way to show that I accept it than to literally kiss everybody there? And I'm not talking about females. I am talking about all my guy friends. They literally looked me in my face and were like, you won't kiss us? Bet. So I literally, at the time, there was a female there. I wore her crop top. I have the oh. picture of me wearing said crop top. <laughs> <laughs> and I went up to every single person that was there, and I grabbed their face, and I just fucking gave them one big old smooch. But when I got up to this one individual <laughs> who, who was for the team, it turned from a peck to a full-on makeout sesh. This oh man gosh. took his freaking sausage fingers and was playing with my windschnitzel. And I don't know <laughs> how I felt about it in the moment. But drunk me just had no choice but to accept it. Was it sharp? Mm. No. And I, here's why. <laughs> he said no. I kind of liked it. <laughs> oh my but god. I did it. I, 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 I did and I didn't. All right. Uh, let's take a let's take a look for just Terminal Smith on how he's completely frozen. The perfect freeze frame. Yeah, he he. That's like that's his face for what. Hey Smith, you're frozen by the way, but we just want to point that out there. Uh, so I I gotta ask this from uh, a doc a doc standpoint. So Doc Fruit, do you, do you have a comment on that? What? On how they had a full-on makeout sesh, and they start playing with their each other's hoo-hahs. Fuck! I don't give a fuck. Wait, come on, come on, come on, come on! Come on. <laughs> we were all playing with our with our little friends. <laughs> I made out with a dude who was playing with my friend. That's it. <laughs> You're making it seem like we were just having a consensual orgy. <laughs> Wasn't that kind of party? Honestly, don't give a fuck. From the shit I've seen at Fort Hood to here, I, I really don't I don't care. Like it me, doesn't phase me. With one soldier at Fort Hood, 
repeatedly to tell this man to leave married women alone. Till one day a sergeant first class finally fucking nailed, put the nail in his coffin. I don't give a fuck. You do you. You do you. You have fun. You love who you love, you know? No judgment. I could care less. Yes, wrong? So, he said that he kind of liked it, so that just means, that, is he a closeted gay, or is he out of the closet now because he just admitted on stream that he liked it? Listen, 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 listen. So, so is this your coming out stream? <laughs> listen. Listen, 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 <laughs> I'm not gay, I am not opposed to it, but just because I liked it, just know I had my socks on. What about boot bands? No, boot bands, Marine Corps, Navy, socks is army. Gotcha, that, that, that's my bet, that's my bet. Prepared new quest. Honestly, his story reminds me of one of my own stories from in Pensacola over at this place called uh, Wild Grace. <clears throat> How is the voice going down more octaves every time you speak? It just seems like it is. It's not. Uh, <laughs> I made out with both a guy and a girl at the same time at Wild Grace. Like, and oh, and I, I am openly bi, but, like, it's just, like, nobody believed me up until that point where it's just, like, I grabbed them both and I'm like, fuck all of you. Here's the proof. Golden gravy at the Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> if you know My you man know. Was 32 scoops of everything. <laughs> uh, at Drew the Dude. This comes um, from your <laughs> lieutenant. I'm kidding. I'm about to say I don't. I don't have any lieutenants right now. Um. This question is: Why, when we see you play Ready or Not, you scream some of the most out-of-pocket shit? <laughs> <laughs> I do that on pretty much any game that I play. It. I try to do it to keep me from getting like. Angry, yeah. Which I mean, I still get a little bit, but it's like not how it used to be when I would like regularly play fucking, you know, good old COD multiplayer on shipment all the time. You know, like that level mm -hmm. of anger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I do that so I don't fucking mega rage and it, it makes it more fun because I, I can laugh at myself and most of the time other people just laugh as well so and you say that fuck you it shipment question so it's not shipment it's stripment no it's it's shitment it's stripment if you know you know i haven't played fucking any oh, i'm gonna stick my dick in a rotisserie chicken <laughs> not the chicken <laughs> Anyway, uh, question is for the Marines, Jack and Smith. Which one of you of the two is more Semper Ura? 
Smith. 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 <laughs> oh, Jack is literally wearing a Marine Corps hat. <laughs> <laughs> I get out of the uniform. I get out. Now, that being said, I have a boot hat, but it's not within plain view of everybody. I don't, I don't like. Is it I don't, on your ass cheek? No, I it's would, on my back. It's, uh, would, it's actually a K bar um, oh, that's stabbing me in the back, uh, which kind of is the Marine Corps. I, I, would, I love out. how everyone pointed out Smith. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I really want to know. Like, everyone thinks I'm so motivated or a big no. ship. You are, because you're still in. That's no. not. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's very fuck you. But like, you. I love you. Like, Jack's wearing a Marine Corps hat. What do you yeah, mean? he's wearing a Marine Corps hat. <laughs> yes, Jack. Go let ahead. The, let the man speak. All I got to do is take that off, and you can never tell. You can't tell I wasn't even in the Marine Corps because beard, out of regs hair. There ain't nothing on my truck that says I was in the Marine Corps. That Nada. still could mean you're in the you served in the Marine Corps. <laughs> <laughs> many, many, many Marines have out of regs hair and beards. <laughs> yeah, but you'd never know. That's true. Do you have any Marine Corps tats? So you still stand as the most motivated boot. So that's the one, yeah, Smith is also the guy who constantly says, motivate, yut, motivate, kill, yut, raw, kill, slay bodies, slay Russians. Smells like ass. Kylie, stop being racist. Yeah. Who does this guy think he fucking is? <laughs> hey, Kylie, I have a question for you. What? Can you, can you, can you get more plants and more cats for Smith? No. Please. No manners. No manners. Mia. Smith. Um, while we are on the topic of being the most motivated marine here, um, if you weren't super motivated, would you really have agreed to wear, uh, wear, I believe it was heel, fuzzy pink heel. <laughs> Also, where was that TikTok at? So, actually, funny story. I was checking out today and had a medical appointment for my god-awful knees and totally forgot to put them on this one. Mm -hmm. They're still sitting in a box. I don't know. My knees are pretty bad, so... So but that I, will be happening I, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. If, I take it. If, if I wake up tomorrow and my knees don't feel like someone has beaten don't them care. from the inside... I, don't, I don't care. Yes. If I wore heels today, so can you. Okay, you're also a woman, and I'm a man with torn fucking meniscuses. <laughs> Both of them. That's all the menisci. <laughs> and I use a walker. Your point is completely invalidated. You know what? Touche, touche. That's fair. Fair fair play, coach. Fair play. This question is for Doc Monkey. I recently had a silver bullet shoved up my ass because I heat cased. Oddly enough, I did slightly enjoy it. I don't know how to feel about it, but it's a weird feeling. I can tell you right now you're lying because uh, when that goes in, you're pretty much incoherent. In order to get a silver bullet or a thermometer for a rectal temp, you are in the late stages of heat exhaustion, early stages of heat stroke, your memory is fucking mashed potatoes at that point. 
you're going through something called ghosting where you basically turn into Casper. Your veins collapse when we try to hit you with an ID, hence the reason why we get an internal temp. And your internal temp is roughly around 103 plus. You ain't feeling or remembering shit. I feel like he just added that in there just because. The reason people hate the silver bullet is because after the fact, they get told, hey, by the way, Doc had to get an internal temp. And they're like, huh? <laughs> what? What do you mean? Well, Doc took a shiny thing and went. What? What? Yeah. No. If if you're getting the silver bullet, you're you're not coherent. You have no clue who you are. You don't know where you're at. Think the worst heat cat case I had. Individual thought didn't know they had joined the army. They thought they were still a senior year of high school, and they'd been out of high school for about four years. It was bad. Damn. It was bad. But no, you didn't you don't remember it. At Terminal Smith. Comes from the Doc yeah. Vito. As a Doc! Green, as a green side corman, you should see my new shield that I got. Yeah. Is it fancy? Is it Weighing your collar down. You got the Marine Corps weighing in on your shoulders. Hefty, ain't it, dog? He Hefty it, is the he hand of the man. sent it to me. I'm going to send it to you, Smith. I would love it. No, Doc, I, I, I love you. I'm about to have to deal with a lot of dumb Marines, so. um, I'm, I don't know how, how fucking Corman deal with us. I'm, su I'm surprised they don't just let us fucking die to the buzzard sometimes. Here you go, Smith. You let me know um, if you can see the difference. Let's see. I'm, so, I'm also sending it to Doc Monkey. And me. Yeah, that's great. I Look, like it. I love my, it. Let me see my boy Vito all, all decked out. I love it. Do you notice the that difference? Is, that, is, uh, that is class. Uh, that is class. I love it. Doc, he, this is why... This is why Devil Docs have, like, some fucking high-speed, low-drag shit, because y'all can do that shit, and I love it. Vito, the, F the FMF is beautiful. So is that fucking uh, lapel. I don't even know what you guys call it for Corman, the actual. It's their shield. The insignia. It's their shield. That's pretty funny, though, Doc. I, I bet you I could go to a PX in actually Camp Wilson and find that exact one being sold for two dollars. <laughs> Vito, I know, I know, Devil, uh, Devil Doc Chief. He would approve. He would approve. <laughs> Jack. Jack. I can answer Smith's question on how corpsmen deal with their Marines because I once asked my corpsman how they do it. Lots of alcohol and a whole lot of rage. The biggest alcoholic in my unit was our doc. So I get oh, that. God. Yep. <laughs> he was horrible. And he'd IV himself just on the weekends just to fucking deal with us. He had to give sutures to a dude who stabbed his buddy because he, they were angry at each other. But I didn't say that. That never happened. That's not a real Marine Corps story. That's just a folktale. Marines aren't real. They're just 
I, I like to look at the Marines as like uh, a visualization of the true rage of wait, gay men. But wait, hey, oh, aren't you in the army? I am in the army. So you, you know what army stands for? Aren't real men yet? That's what army stands for. You. Oh, it's so army. funny, but I bet you I could pick up my five faster than most Marines. <laughs> I have better career opportunities. I could also pick any job I want. Ooh. Oh, damn. Shit, you're right. You know what? I'd rather not be a man yet. <laughs> but has the army prepared you for being homeless once you get out? The Marines. Yes. The amount of times we've been in the field, the amount of times we've had no equipment, the amount of times I've had to sleep in weird fucking places. I've used Gatorade bottles, ammo cans, my own rifle as a fucking pillow. There's no way they, these people have not taught me different ways to not wear underwear, to wear underwear that I've worn consistently days on end, to oh have God. competitions with other men that I've only known for a couple of days to see who could grow the, the most nastiest freaking mustache or to see who can get their pants to stand up the longest. This is like, he's lost that argument. Smith lost the argument already. Also, another reason why I'm glad I'm in the Army is I actually get to wear full sleeve tattoos. Hey, but so do Marines. Oh, yeah, there, yeah. yeah, there, guy. We just picked that order up, so try again there. Now they do. And unlike the Marine Corps, the Army actually lets you stay in if you have tattoos, whereas the Marine Corps, if I recall, were kicking soldiers out because of their tattoos. Y'all call yourself a cult, but you run your let, shit. Let, let, let proud yeah. nucleus go, and then I have a rebuttal for that. Y'all, y'all call yourselves a cult, but you run your shit like a nine to five lawyer's office. I can't agree with you. I cannot agree with you. And here's why. This is what it sounds like to be in a cult, right? You're with a group of individuals. You're forced to do something that you either agree or don't agree with. But overall, you'd rather be a part of the group than to be a fucking loner. And now that you're a part of the group, you have to follow these standards. I.E. now fucking, you know have certain tattoos, shaved heads. Does that sound like somebody is specific? Ooh. This comes from Sergeant Major Bull at Roldan. Don't worry yet. You're not a real man yet. That's all right. My wife has more balls than all y'all combined. Hey, that's my Sergeant Major right there. That man will go into your house and do what he needs to do. Shut the fuck up, Smith. No, we love Sergeant Major Bull. You're I'm fucking always ready. I'm always ready. Army. Oh, we've slept in weird places. The Marine Corps. Here's the thing about the Army, right? The Army is like, I, I like most people in the Army, but the issue is y'all think it's rough. If you have like the pipelined AIT course, you're in and out of there in like four months. If, it, if, it's, if you're picking up class fast. I waited for fucking five and a half months to pick up a class. And when I picked up with soldiers who had just graduated from basic, they were already complaining about being in the Army too long. And I had been in the Marine Corps for almost eight months at that point and was angry. So y'all complain I, about, like, the weirdest shit. You got to go on fucking leave if you have, like, a year-long deployment. Okay. Um, so here's, here's, here's where I can't back up the new privates the new generation of soldiers coming in 
are like the little fucking fuckheads like, oh, like, where's my vape? Like, I can't mess with those fucking kids, all right? They're, they piss me off. Literally, on my way from Korea to here, we stopped at Alaska, and there was this one dude that had his beanie on inside, had a fucking chain and all these fucking little rings on, and every single person there saw him when I was telling him to take that shit off, and all he could do was just be like, Oh, well, don't be mad because I'm dripping. What? And that's why and that's why the Marine Corps is better because you wouldn't even see us try that shit. You wouldn't even see the new boots try that shit because we get told better because 13 weeks is enough time for training and we don't get our well, phones in basic. With, no, um, first of all, the training time has been extended a lot. And oh, this no, happened like, two years ago. This happened two years ago. That's one. Two, right? Even after those soldiers have gone through that amount of training from their basic to AIT, these soldiers still feel like that they can do whatever the fuck they want. Not because of regulations or whatever. It's just because you got other fuckheads who stay in for a short amount of time and they're just like, fuck it. Right. They get sponsors who are just like, oh, whatever. So, like, you know, those guys are entitled to all those little fucking bad habits and they pick it up anyways. So I can't really defend them. It's just bad nature that they pick up and that we can't the marine corps breaks you down and builds you back up into not the marine corps is only four hundred thousand people strong so i can't and and yet we still got better fucking morals and standards hey boy run me three miles let's see how fast you go faster than you (laughs) they did say now correct me if i'm wrong in the army if you go to basic during the winter time, during like towards Christmas, you get to go home for Christmas during basic training. In the Marine Corps, you get to have Christmas with your boot camp buddies. Go ahead, Smith. Oh no, Jack was going in fast. So if Jack, you have something to say, go. Because I, I trust me, same. You mean? Go ahead. Oh. Uh, I'm a little confused. I was reaching for my computer screen to do something different. Oh, oh, sorry. Well, no, they were saying that Army gets to go home during Christmas. Marine Corps, we don't. I was there for Christmas, New Year's. They didn't give a fuck. They looked at you and said, here's your well-done uh, little turd burglar steak. Uh, hope you enjoy it there, recruit. And you're just like, oh, that's cool. What do I get to do today? The same thing we were going to do any other day. Cry a fucking about it. So, mm. Marine Corps just makes you angry. Born in the mountains, angry. Now, is that with that with any other branch? Like, you get to go home for Christmas? I mean, if we had someone from the Air Force, they could verify for us. But for, like, the Army, the only reason they do that is it's part of TRADOC. I fucking hate TRADOC. I know Drew hates TRADOC. I know Toko hates TRADOC. Tradoc is the dumbest thing on planet Earth. It is a bunch of higher-ups who haven't gone through basic AIT in like 30 fucking centuries. All get driven around by, you know, lower enlisted to the Pentagon and shit. And they make up all this dumb rules and shenanigans and it gets changed every single year. I remember one year you couldn't do more than 10 push-ups in red phase. Then the following year they could smoke the dog shit out of you. Now you can't be called. Now you can't call them privates or 
trainees. They're soldiers. No, they're not. They're trainees. Because they haven't done anything. But fuck, man. And then for the phone part, I got my phone at the beginning to call my parents and be like, yep, I made it. Love you. Goodbye. See you in fucking 10 weeks. Mia or Nuke. I don't know who had their hand up. Uh, I'm going to go with Mia. Let Nuke go. Uh, I was going to say let Nuke go first, and I'll go. Ladies first. That's why Nuke should go first, so Nuke's going first. Oh, that's true. All right, lady boy, go first. One, she's only letting me go first because she's an admin. She's trying to be polite. Now, mm. uh, Navy, we don't go home for boot camp. We get beat to shit. We get tricked into eating sh sugary sweets, and then we get the dog shit beat out of us. Sometimes until we say the dinner again. Uh, when you're in A school, you can apply for leave, but the odds of it being approved are like zero to none unless you're on a holiday standout. Out in the fleet, it's different. It just, you have uh, your your palm periods and, you know, you have to apply for leave and you have to work it with the rest of your shop. Go ahead, Mia. Um, so I was going to caveat off what Doc said about Turdoc. that word. God. So I was going to caveat off what Doc was God saying damn. about how um, much Turdoc sucks donkey ass. Um, yes, I know donkey and ass is exactly the same thing. That's a whole fucking point because that's exactly how much sense Turdoc makes. So when I was going through, they kept changing the regulation on how much you could like how many push-ups you could do in a set if that made sense or like exercises so specifically my drill sergeants didn't give a fuck one two they found the loophole the eight count push-up so our max was 20 per set and then you had to be called back to the position of attention and start back at one and to whom with eight count push-up it's not one Unless you hit eight. So if you go by the numbers and go one, two, three, five, one, two, seven, one, two, four, you don't hit that. So that's the thing with trade-off. Like, depending on where you're at, how long you're in trade-off, like, a lot of people... Um, when I split from my basic, because I know Drew had OSET, so like one station unit training is what OSET stands for. Um, so for those of you, or for the people that had OSET, so I know MPs, combat uh, engineers, 11 bang bangs, stuff like that. There's a few more that have them. I'm just, that, that was a good list. That was, that was, a, that was enough. But anyways, um, for me, we didn't have anyone in OSET. So, um, some people, we were, um, had much longer AITs. We had one that was a 68 Charlie. So 68 Charlie, you have very, very relaxed standards on what, when you go to AIT, not relaxed standards, but how much phone time you have, et cetera. Other people that were like 42 alphas, they wouldn't get their phone point blank period because their AIT was so short. For instance, 68 Charlie's, their AIT is 
52 weeks. Yeah, 52 weeks. So they got their phones from pretty much day one. 68 whiskeys, depending on your company, we got our phones. Yeah, you got uh, our Depending on, again, what AIT you were going to, it would depend because of the way TradeOc was set up. Specific trading lens would mean different standards. So that's where everything gets really gray area and confusing, especially when you have the um, different phases that go through the entire TradeOc process because the phase length, once you get past basic, all vary in length depending on your length of your AIT and the allotments of what you're able to do. So I don't know how OSET was with like, if you guys had a gold phase or like what that was like, but Tradox like very, con- not confusing, but they just, nothing really stays stagnant and it's really hard to like speak on shit cause shit changes so fucking often with Tradox. Thank you, Mia. This, this is pretty fucking great. This is for Terminal Smith. It comes from. <sighs> Take a guess who. Three biggest fan. <laughs> he says, You're breaking OPSEC on the podcast. How? What OPSEC? What does OPSEC stand for, kid? <laughs> Come on, you should know. What OPSEC did I break? Me saying that I'm going to 29 know. Palms? Well, me saying going to 29 Palms? Cool, that's that's public knowledge orders. That's cool. Um, me saying I work in an armory? Cool, there's nothing illegal there. Um, only, only OPSEC I think I broke was yours because your <laughs> operational security working at Food Lion is probably zero. Oh. I mean, but... Um, yeah. It's just funny, dude. Like, come on. Why is he get keep a, trying is my question. Oh, I just I just want to know what, what life he has. Like if your life is listening to this, listening to my voice, you're almost on the same level as my ex-wife. But just I wouldn't have sex with you ever. And I am sad that I had sex with her. <laughs> so somebody give him a flamethrower. Somebody needs to take the flamethrower away. <laughs> no. He's burning everybody. I felt it. People will feel. Like I just he... like this, like this kid. Now you know, Smith like... and Rolling. I'm gonna bring this up now that you mentioned flamethrower. Yeah. Uh, you, you know. Before you say that, I would just like to point out that neither Mia nor myself have any dry sterile dressing. So I would also. Oh, I got like... you. I got you. I got you. I got you. I'll 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 burn you and then treat you after because I'm a good dude like that. Do you want? Do you want the dry sterile dressing because I got that, or do you want the burn tech first aid for burns? Because I got both for you, dog. I got both. I mean, the one you just. Where do you go? <laughs> what the? Where do you go? <laughs> the Discord gods got him. <laughs> Who just he broke opsec? <laughs> Smith, you were breaking opsec. What the fuck? Breaking opsec. You know, it's gonna come to an end now. Smith, how oh. dare you OPSEC on burn dressings? <laughs> I, I broke OPSEC on burn dressings. I'm going to break OPSEC on the forbidden tourniquet technique. Everyone says it's around appendages, but here's the thing, right? If you make sure you don't bleed out of your head, you're good, right? Right, Doc? Right. So, yeah. But no, if 
if it's to the point where literally you spend your time living rent free in Smith's head, Smith, you might as well just start charging him rent. You know, here's my thing. I'm a very ho- I'm a very kind and gracious guest, and I'm a very kind and gracious renter. Uh, but you can live you can live there rent free. You know, no, I live there rent free. If he wants rent, I will start paying him rent. My BH can go to living in his head. <laughs> you know what's even better about it? If you want, you can offer him a job, you know, sorting and stocking the shelves inside your mind <laughs> to get the right place. Because apparently you can't even manage to do that at Food Line, my guy. No. Nope. So, it's just the like, camera's not on, man. So, you know, I, I honestly, honestly wish you the best of luck. You need some help, I think. If I'm, if I'm living this hard in your head and you're not thinking about work more often, kid, I really hope you're doing good with your life. Mia? Smith, your camera. Oh, is it not no. on? Oh, damn. Okay, so I just, I just want to address this really quick. Um, Doc brought up a great, great job option for you. I just wanted to say um, I know active duty Army didn't really pan out for you that well. However, have you heard of the National Guard? You qualify for 100% free in-state tuition. I'd be more than happy to go ahead and hook you up with a good recruiter. I know a ton of people. So clearly you need something to do. I'd be more than happy to do that. There's plenty of options to go RA. You know, make something of yourself, dog. Clearly you need something to do with your time. Obviously, the Army, we can instill some discipline. The Marines probably won't take you, if I'm being honest. No, we won't. You've you've already kind of burned that bridge. But realistically, I'm telling you right now, I can get you a good recruiter, and we'd love to have you, bro. We'd love to have you. Hit me up, because clearly you need something to do with your life. That being said, though, his name already is in the Marine Corps. We know who he is. He, I mean, I bet you... You could talk like my company first sergeant could put in a good word with you with any recruiter about how much your integrity and your and your spirit the <laughs> core is because you, my good sir, are the guy that I I hope to see in the ranks. And, <clears throat> sorry, I threw our up new sar- our, our new sergeant major of the Marine Corps. <laughs> Don't yeah. Don't disrespect my sergeant major brigadier general. No, vice it's special- po- vice potus of the United States, Austin, like that. Do I really need to break him out? Yes. All right. Hold on. <laughs> I, I just want to prep. This stupid little shit was made two weeks ago, and he still has more time in service than you. Blank. <laughs> hey, who? I fucking hate this little shit. First things first, before I say anything, I don't know who this person is. Therefore, I will not say any hurtful things, mainly because <laughs> if this person decides to want to go and walk down the street while it's on fire during busy rush hour traffic, and they write a note, and I so happen to be in said note, I can't do that. As you saw, I have a pregnant woman who will most likely murder me before I go to jail. <laughs> Two, who is this said person that we are speaking garbage? Uh, okay, so let she, me explain. Don't worry about Hang on. Yeah, so, just we'll see you in after because it's going to sidetrack the shit out of this. So we're just going to keep it stepping. Yeah, exactly. Nucleus, we're going to keep it stepping. 
I know, I know, it's painful. I know you want. I know you want to. I know you want to get on that, but uh, every, every, officially, yeah. officially, I did not say anything. But you, just, but, but you just did. Keep it no. stepping. <laughs> this question is for Drew. Indeed. How much are you going to miss Roldan when you go to Korea? I already miss him. He's not even here. Wait, where where are you, where are you uh, at now? Um, I have so I actually just came from Korea. So nine, ten months ago, I was over there with him. Month after, I came here to Fort Bliss, Texas. Then I left Korea, and I just came back like two days ago. Now, how was Korea? Did you enjoy it? Officially speaking, it was not that bad. Personally speaking, some of the most racist people I've met. This is the truth. Now, I'm going to say this as someone who is Korean. When you go to Korea... Yeah, they can be very racy, and no. Trevor, it's not they can be; it's they will be. They will be. Yeah. If you are American in Korea, be prepared for just blatant racism. The only people that are not racist are the Katusas, and they're really nice. There is dope as fuck. Smith had an incident with his buddy that is a person of color that went into uh, what was it? Uh, like a was it a gas station, supermarket, or something like that? And was it what? What was it like? An Asian lady? Please, please say this. No, um, it was. Uh, if if you're on Camp Pendleton, you'll know um, the liquor store right side outside of the main gate off I five. Jack probably knows that one right next to the Denny's. Yeah, yeah that place is still there. Yeah. <laughs> that place is still there, getting plenty of Marines money for overpriced alcohol. It's, <laughs> it hasn't probably changed. It probably hasn't changed. So my buddy, who's black. I don't really care. Um, we go in at like nine, ten at night to just grab. He needed some booze. I just wanted a fucking like energy drink or something because we we're tired as fuck. And um, he goes one way, I go the other. And the dude who is there is an Indian guy or like Middle Eastern dude. I don't really know. Um, and I like put my stuff down, and he literally looks at my friend, and no bullshit, just says like. I'm sorry, we don't take welfare here. And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, no food stamps, no nothing, like cash or card only. And I was like, no, nah, like I'm paying for it. He's like, oh, good. I know you could pay for it. And I was like, he's also a Marine. Like he's getting a source. What? Like you're just so, yeah. But that, that place does so pretty, like no, a lot of liquor. But it's a, very overpriced. Smith, there's an incident where, where it was like, oh, something, something. M word can't can't do nothing. Oh yeah, well, I can't. I can't. That that one's TOS. I can't. I can't do that one. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't yeah. do that. I can't do that one. I could say about that one, but I can't do that one. Same maybe, friend though. Maybe after the show. After the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jack. Jack knows that place very yeah, Jack well. Knows what about Jack? Jack. What about it? First off, Smith, the fact that my junior is going in. To my old stomping grounds brings a tear to my eye. I'm proud I'm of you. It's a good I'm proud of you. And that's a good liquor store. <laughs> it is. 
fond memories there. I also, remember. everything you said about that place, straight facts. Yeah. Same stories. I have this exact same stories. Yeah. <laughs> just a just racist Middle Eastern people who just do not like black or Asian people for some reason. Oh so, no. They're good peoples. Be prepared for chapter ten question. Okay. Oh. Garcia. Garcia. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Okay. Get to- if this is what you're doing as an MP, it is showing. I appreciate you, Garcia. I appreciate you. No, I no. Don't encourage him. Don't encourage him, Drew. He's a Marine. He needs to know better. Garcia, I swear. I will. You know what? I can just. I, I hate blackmail, but I can just let your higher ups know. PFC Garcia likes to draw. PFC Garcia, please explain. <laughs> Don't ruin. The small little thing I have. (laughs) You ass. Drew, it's, 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 I'm sorry. I'm going to shit on a lot of people. But if you write fanfics, you need some serious fucking help. You, you seriously need, need, that is a deranged part of whatever thought process. Yeah. So (laughs) if, if you, if you want me to let you know, if you want me to let your higher ups or soon to higher ups know, that you're a, a great artist recruit, I can let them know. If you really want that. Because I, I haven't personally seen any of them, but if they, I think they could find them. They find a lot of things in the suggestion box. Trevor read the first five words and we all screamed at him to stop. <laughs> yeah. And then it Panda's- is a, like, you need to like severely like, no, that that is not. No, no, that is a very just. I don't even know what kind of thought process that is. Yeah. LT, you say a fucking word, I will You're... boot you. So I'm I'm gonna take a little bit of a different approach than everyone else has. Um, I'm not encouraging it, but I'm just gonna remind you that because you are a marine, you're active duty active duty you have um an unlimited resource to behavioral health if you are on chapter 10 of a fan fiction i'm gonna highly encourage you to possibly go talk to someone if this is how you feel your free time is best spent talk to your chaplain yeah i'm genuinely actually kind of worried about you like that's the fact you're on chapter 10 worries me. Like, that genuinely, like, actually, like, no shit, not even being funny. Like, I'm actually worried about you, dog. Like, I don't... Is this, like, do you talk to people? Like, genuinely, you need to be talking to people. You can't just be like, yeah, listening to podcasts is great, but make sure you're, like, getting out, have some friends, go do stuff. Not be writing 10 chapters of, like, a fan fiction about two random dudes on the internet. Like, the it's weird, bro. Please go, like, talk to someone. Chaplain, even. If you don't want to go BH, chaplain. Something. Terminal? Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, don't talk to our chaplain. He's a great dude, but he used to be a corporal, and he will probably blast you for that shit. <laughs> so, go go to the wizards, because the wizards can't help you, and they won't judge you. 
but don't go to our chat. Great dude. Lieutenant Fondren's a great man, but don't, don't talk to him because he may be a man of God, but he was a two award corporal in the Marine Corps before he was that. So raw. Don't do that. Go, go. It's free and they can't ask questions. At <laughs> Smith is like, I can't. At Terminal God, Smith. what? This is actually a genuine question. Okay, thank God. This comes from a law enforcement officer out of San Diego, California. Oh, that's kind of cool. Don't arrest me. He... <laughs> He said that his, so he is an FTO, which is field training officer. Field training and, officer, and, yeah. And his new recruit officer or whatever is mm-hmm. a former 2111. And he's very, oh! opinionated, very opinionated. How does mm-hmm. he go about this? Uh, it, So I wish I could, is he like live or is this like a mailed in question? Mailed in question. Damn. Because I wish I could ask you questions on that. So if he's opinionated on like guns, Good luck, man. He he ain't changing his mind. <laughs> We're very stubborn when it comes to certain things about that. I think that's anybody but 2111s in particular. Change is scary, and we don't like it. Um, However, if he's opinionated to, like, training, I don't know. Because, like, 2111s are kind of stupid. So if you just make like it you. sound really good. Yeah. No. Yeah. 100%. If you make whatever you have to offer sound good enough, he will agree with you. Like, we're kind of cannon fodder for knowledge. Like, if you make it sound like it's the bee's knees, we'll believe you. So you just got to make it. You just got to sell it. Just sell it really good. There you go. But I'm also sorry that you have a 2111. Because, God, that's just. As 2111, I'm sorry, bro. Sorry. But your pistols are going to be always good. I promise you that. That's true. This question is for the docs. Recently just got out of the army, and now I'm applying to be a EMTB. Uh, I'm looking at American Medical American Medical Response. Is that a good company to work for? No. No. If if you want to feel like you're back in the army, but you're getting stomped on and just getting bashed over the head by a two by four consistently. Go right ahead. Work for them. Best bet, if you can, if you live in a place, let's say, for instance, like my wife, she works in uh, a city. Work for the city. Work for the county. Don't work for an EMT company because they treat their employees like shit. Like shit. You're going to get shitty shift hours. You're going to get stuck on ambulance crews with shitty individuals who hate their fucking life and are going to take it out. You're going to be what's known, I can't remember what she called it, fucking, she refers to them as Bruise Crews, because they're constantly on call. Highly recommend if you do it, try to get in with like a county EMT or a city department, working with like an, like working at a fire station. You'll have better hours, better crews, better people to work with. You won't hate your life. Mia. Um, what Doc said, 180%. Um, realistically, here's how, here's how AMR goes. 
I would rather work every day in the damn army on a 45-45 before I ever worked for AMR. Point blank period. Yes. Trev, was that a live question? That was a live question. What was their What was their uh, job? Six what did they do prior? Six, all right. So you already have your EMT. Push for your paramedic. Get your paramedic. Go flight. Go work at a fucking uh, Starflight. Starflight. Or star, yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Because you already have the ability. You already have that EMT licensing. Get a job at City. Push for paramedic. If you can, go fire rescue to start. And then immediately, immediately push for flight. Go, go life flight. You're going to love your life even more. You're going to get some of the best training on planet Earth. And you pretty much get to work your own hours. Yep. If, like, that's not your speed, dog, 10 out of 10, what dog would think? Find a fire department, find something. Uh, yeah, honestly, it's low-key kind of worth um, if you don't have, like, a county. If your county works out of a fire department, it's low-key kind of worth going and get your fire. Um, working for AMR, I'm going to say this right now. First off, as you're probably aware by now, um, your scope of practice on the civilian side is, like, a, the tip of a pin needle. Okay, like... Um, AMR like takes a, that away. You become a chauffeur. Yeah, oh, dog, you're literally a Medicare-sponsored spon fucking taxi. Like, once you start working for them, for a bigger company like that, shit like that, they cover more area, shit like that, you're going to spend so much time dialysis runs. I have a friend who's a dispatcher for AMR. So every morning she has over 50 dialysis people she needs to get out. So think about it. You're just going to be running dialysis. Fuck a 911. Guess who's getting those 911s? County and the city. Depending on where you're out, however they operate. But... You're not going to get that shit. You're going to be a Medicare-sponsored fucking taxi. That's what you're going to be. You're not going to really do that job. You're just going to fucking load and go, load and go, load and go, hospital, hospital. You're not going to do your fucking job. It's going to be boring. It's going to be a piece of shit. And you're going to be doing that, oh, it snows or wherever. I don't know where you're at. Inclement weather. Sucks to really fucking suck. The next shift ain't coming in. You're stuck. And that really fucking sucks to be you. And, oh, you work the day after? That was your one day off a week? Whew. Sucks to be you! They're not going to find you coverage. You will get ordered in. You get ordered in um, how AMR works. You have multiple order ins. You refuse, you lose your job, or you get put on suspension without pay. AMR yep. doesn't play that shit. You have a baby, you're pregnant? Mm, sucks to be you. You best have that fucking PTO. You don't have PTO? Mm. Maternity leave if you're female? Mm. You get what you get, you don't throw a fit. Like, they will work you like a fucking dog, bro. There is a reason AMR is such a big company. It's because larger companies like AMR in the healthcare industry, they pay their employees like shit. They will work the dog shit out of you. And there's a reason they have so much fucking money to keep all them trucks on the fucking road. All that medical supplies. There's a reason that they're still in business. So just think about that. Realistically, you're not going to get any fucking camaraderie. You're going to be stuck with the 
moron that doesn't know their ass from the back of their fucking hand can't even take manual blood pressure just save your breath do a little extra work go get your fire get that camaraderie that you're used to having and people that actually want to fucking work because when you're the person that's always having a drive to a scene and then run the call and your driver barely knows how to fucking drive it ain't it bro that's just me though that's yeah. that's my I've worked civilian side too. A- AMR is a trash company. AMR is a trash company. Highly recommend work for a city or a county. Get your fi- get your fire medic license. Go through that. Uh, get your fire, all of that. Get your paramedics. So you can actually start doing shit. Work for a city or a county. You'll love your life. Because if you work for AMR, you're gonna be like, man, I should I should have fucking stayed in at this point. Let me go sign the fuck back up. I want back in. AMR is bad. So I'm going to add on. Horrible company. So I want to add on top of it. It says that, at least in my area, AMR pays their EMTB $17 an hour. Now for the city of Portland for uh, fire and rescue, if you're an an EMT uh, or a paramedic, you get paid $29 an hour. Go work city. See? So much work for- now that's ju- that's just that and usually uh if they this is gonna make sense for me uh, since you worked in ems but normally for me in my area if you call paramedics or whatever the first people that do respond are amr obviously and get this as well um when my buddy did some some something that I don't want to really get into at my house and we had to call paramedics. He had one hefty of a ambulance bill from AMR. Yeah, AMR, I think I can't remember what actual like definition of them. But AMR basically gets to bill you whatever the fuck they want. It was a nine hundred dollar ambulance fee. Fun fact, that's actually on the low ball for AMR. That's lowballing AMR. I've seen AMR bills run fucking multiple thousands of dollars. Yeah, I had an ambulance bill that was like 5K when I was being transferred from hospital to hospital. Yep. Anyways. Mia. Mia. This is just me speaking on, like, I've worked DMS. I've also, like, I have my own health problems. $900 is low-key the lowest bill I've ever been seen from AMR. That's I have friends that work from AM, for AMR. I have a few friends. Like they use AMR as like a because where I'm from, you can't AMR is the only one of the only companies that will hire um under 21 because of the way that they're insured. However, comma, you get a lot of stupid people that should not they'll they'll essentially hire anyone. Okay, that's the problem. And realistically they need bodies. Yeah, they need bodies to move the amount of people that they move with dialysis and everything. And as I said before, like, yeah, you'll get your paycheck or whatever might look fat because of all the hours you're working. But at the same time, your mental health can be trash. Again, I'd rather be on extra duty on a 45-45 than work for AMR. Than work for AMR. Yep. Keep that in mind. Uh... This question is for Terminal Smith. 
This comes from a gun store located Ooh. in Oregon from Kurt's Discount Shooter Supply. Well. They say, would you like us to build you your own AR? If you could and somehow get it down to California made, for a reason. Made out of their own parts, too. If you can figure out how to do the transfer and I can get out there as a California resident, sadly, and, and I can buy it from you, I will. He is happy to oblige, is what he says. Shoot, shoot me an email. I will give you my email. Or, or text or booty call. You want my grinder information? I didn't even know you had a grinder. Yeah, this I like to grind time, pepper, you know? It's not a, it's Shut not the a pepper fuck grinding up. app. McCormick's pepper? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, McCormick's, <laughs> dude. I thought it was a spice app, bro. Everyone in here is like, oh, next week's something completely different. We've all had grinder at least once in our lives, you know? No, not me. Fuck no, nah, dude. Next croissant. Next croissant is for Doc a fruit. Oh boy. I recently just got accepted into a fire and rescue agency, and I'm very nervous about going into the academy. Don't be. Don't be. So, uh, this is a live question, Trev. Yes. So, what kind of fire rescue? Are we talking like off the wall fucking shit you'll see on the five o'clock news fire rescue? Doing water rescues and shit? Or are we just talking like a standard like working a squad truck at a fire station? Regardless of that, take the opportunity. Go oh, for they it. They came with an answer. That was quick. Tualatin Valley what Fire and Rescue, which is... Literally not that far from me. They have stations around every single fucking corner. What do they do? They do anything from heavy rescue, search rescue, water rescue. Bro, fucking do mat. it. Fucking, no, do it. Do it, do it, do it. Get the certifications, get that hazmat license, and I'm going to tell you why. Because when you decide to get out with that hazmat license, you can go work for the state you are in. I have a, I have a buddy. His dad is one of three hazmat coordinators for my home state. He only works when there's a hazmat incident. This man makes close to six figures a year. Oh, shit. He will see maybe two or three incidents throughout the year. Get the hazmat license. And then when you get that hazmat license, you know what else you can do? You can then transfer that. You can transfer that hazmat license. You can transfer that heavy rescue license. You can transfer that quote unquote SNR license, the search and rescue license. You can transfer basically everything you get there over, if you want to, to a fed job to one of the th to one of the alphabet boys. They'll take you. Just don't do the ATF. Especially if you have that hazmat, that heavy rescue, and that SNR instantly. Damn. Do it. Go to the academy for it. Fucking full send. Best way I can say to prepare prepare yourself is how I tell everyone who's going into basic. Go in with an open mind. If you are mentally ready and you are mentally focused that you're going to you're going to graduate at the end of it, you're going to be fine. Go for it. 
Shut up, Drew. They they did just add between. I, I don't know whether I was going to go into the fire academy or go wildland firefighting. Go be a hell jumper. Go be a hell jumper. Wildland firefighter. I'll tell you. Go be a wildland firefighter. One, you get to do some pretty insane stuff. Who, you're going to love what you're going to do, and you're going to make really good money for it. Three, you're also going to get some licenses that a lot of people don't even know exist. You ever been a firefighter qualified as a parachutist? You will as a wildland firefighter. Get the parachute out of, don't, out of helicopters and planes? Yes. Oh. They will physically drop out of helicopters into a wildfire to get ahead they're, of it. They're called smoke jumpers. Smoke jumpers, hell jumpers, regardless. I mean, if you're on TikTok and just type in smoke jumpers, that's really what they do. You will physically go start a wildfire to stop a wildfire. And if you can't start one to stop it, you'll go snuff it out. And that usually means jumping in towards the towards the front of it. And it usually means out of a helicopter. Yes. Most smoke jumpers are parachute qualified. And they'll work with uh, city and county firefighters as well. When and federal. Scene, when they're on scene. Smith. Smith. So as someone who was a California wildfire firefighter for a few seasons, I was. Uh, because you can only you can be 18 to volunteer to be a California wildfire firefighter. And they don't really give a shit. You're a child. So but to be go die in the fire. Uh, yeah, I got paid very little because I was not actually attached to a house. But if you get attached to a house, you're going to be fucking living the good life because for four months out of the year, you're going to work. And the rest of it, you're going to be skating your life away. Fucking do it, bro. Just, yeah, be don't don't be a hotshot, though, because that shit kind of sucks. Go be like a fucking fire jumper. Go fucking race hell in the air. Don't don't drive in the middle of a fire because uh, it turns out tires pop. And changing a tire in 300-degree weather is really not fun. And cars explode. The tires pop. It's T really kind of terrifying. And the nice thing is, at least with me, which this doesn't sound nice, but um, you don't deal with, like, the same issues of, like, seeing people die, but you see a lot of old people die because they won't leave their house. Hope you don't have an issue with that. It's a lot of old people and a lot of animals. But other than that, you're living your best life. So do it. It's hundred percent. Ten out of ten. Represent. Hell yeah. Let's see. Let's see some more. Terminal Smith. I just muted myself. Why? What do you prefer in an AR-10? Seven six two or three oh eight? Three oh eight because then I can take seven six two. Why did you sound like proud nuke? Or no, no. Sorry. I, I choose a 762 by 51 <laughs> over 308 because then I can have a 308 my 762 by 51 because the pressures in the in the rounds are different. So 308 doesn't have the same pressure as 762 by 51. So if you use a 308 in a 76, I can't. And it hurts my fucking voice. Oh fuck. Well, Nuke, you know it doesn't hurt your voice because it's your fucking voice. Okay. When I'm like straining my vocal cords, so uh, I prefer 7.62 by 51 because the pressures are higher. Mm -hmm. So you can shoot a 308 out of 7.62 by 31. You can't shoot a 7.62 out of 308 
because you it's just too much pressure. It's like the same thing with five five six to two two three. You shoot two two three out of five five six. Don't shoot five five six out of two two three. It's gonna over fucking pressurize your gun. You're gonna blow a bolt. So yeah, seven six two by fifty one because it's more uh, more more power. More power, baby. This question's also for Terminal Smith. How do you feel about the Coast Guard adopting the Glock 19 MOS as their standard issue yeah. sidearm? That's kind of cool. Do you cool. wish that I mean, the 19X was issued to all military branches? Yes. Uh, well, uh, I do and I don't. I, I do because it's a much simpler platform, and I feel like the military needs simplicity. However, I've had too many people point-loaded guns at me, and it's just because they're unsafe that they don't blue shoot my face off. So with the gun that only has a trigger safety, uh, like I, I trust humans who have common sense, but not all people have common sense and not all fucking service members have common sense. Um, I think it's cool that the fucking Coast Guard did it because um, that gun holds up a lot in salty water better than fucking a lot of other guns. So Probably good job. I mean, I, I don't know. I've never seen it, but way better than fucking Berettas, which are just rust buckets. So, yeah, um, I wish, I wish, and I don't. So, yeah, yeah, it's cool though. Hey, Jesus, you sound like you had something to say. Oh no, I just finally got squad to work. I've been fucking around with my computer like oh. the last couple of days, and like my leg hurts from sitting on my fucking gun. So you should play Ready or Not with Drew and I and. I would love to play Ready or Not because I would probably have the most MDs out of everyone here. <laughs> Brand new quest. I'm just gonna leave you a heads up with you, Bill. I take it seriously. Unfortunately. You take it more seriously <laughs> than anybody in the game. You know what, Trevor? That's because I know what it's meant for. It's also because uh, Proud Nuke Waste has a combat NEC. Guys, come on. He's <laughs> a combat RT. <laughs> I do have a combat NEC on my record. So until I finish this C school, I am defined as a combat IT. You cannot sit here and tell me that this man's voice did not go down another octave. You are all fucking liars. It's either you guys are fucking playing with me right now. Or this man is legitimately just having testosterone build up in his fucking Adam's apple. <laughs> wakes up even deeper. This everybody's is, voice is oh, This is Nuke's normal voice. It sounds like it's just... It, it sounds like you're tickling my insides. It, it sounds fake as fuck. And a lot of people think it's fake as fuck. But it's not. This is legitimately Nuke's active, like... His legitimate voice. The main voice, the vocal cords of a buffalo. Yeah. And uh, our our the I can't speak today. Our final question for everyone that's in the military: What was your worst hurry up and wait moment? Doc started off. Oh, no shit. There we were, beginning of 2019, about to go to NTC. We're in the middle of NTC. 
and they called a audible pretty much basically watched my entire comp like my entire unit's tank call them roll out come back 20 minutes later because they got schwacked and then watched them roll back out again and got schwacked again so they're like we're not gonna move for 12 hours we didn't know what was happening and then we discover that everything in front of us had moved about fucking 12 miles keep in mind the training grounds at ntc are the size of rhode island so 12 miles is not that far mm-hmm. however when you're at ntc at fort Irwin, it's fucking far then the other biggest hurry up and wait this this was a good one uh same unit same unit same time ntc uh, my, my troop commander comes yelling at me. I'm like, sir, did I do something? He goes, no, uh, we're currently on a stand down because I need you to go get a hundred percent accountability of everybody's SI and headquarters troop. I'm like, oh boy, who fucked up? So I spent the next eight hours driving around Fort Irwin's training site, driving around the desert at NTC trying to find everybody in my troop to get accountability on their SI because some dumbass decided to finally push up after a week that he had lost a pair of $18,000 nods somewhere in the desert. And then we had to wait another eight hours as this dumbass and his squad combed the desert. And I couldn't push up until a positive yes was sent up that they found them or a negative yes was sent up that they didn't find them. So I had to wait for eight hours knowing full well that I had 100% accountability before I could go tell anybody. I wanted to murder things. I literally wanted to go find a soft, a soft shell turtle and go murder it. Oh, damn. Regardless of the fact that it would have been a fucking $25,000 fine. I wanted to just go physically stop training for everybody because I was so pissed off that this kid lost a pair of $18,000 nods and didn't push it up for an entire week. Damn. Uh, Drew, your worst hurry up and wait moment. So, coincidentally, mine was also at NTC. Back in uh, 2017... Uh, we were out in the middle of the fucking, the thick of it, as they say, you know, (laughs) and, uh, we come up to this fucking village, one of those mock villages, and they were like, oh yeah, you know, it's no big deal, fucking shake hands, kiss babies, we're gonna go in there, everything's gonna be fine, and we're gonna have power, you guys, so we can charge our phones and shit, and there's, like, running water, which there actually was in there. The only problem was that was the fucking staging ground for the Op 4. Uh, they were sleeping there, and they were doing everything in their power to essentially fucking keep us out of there. For you know natural op four reasons, so we send in a platoon 
about 200 meters out from the fucking village. We hear up on the radio. Yeah, we're all dead. Entire platoon wiped. They had javelins like the with the miles gear, which you know, expensive laser tag. So there, so you know, our our command was like, ah, oh, you know what? They didn't do well. Send in the next platoon. So they send in the next platoon. About three hundred meters out, they get schwacked. Whole platoon dead. Good times. And we're all sitting there about 25-ish miles from it on top of this hill. So, and we can see the, the, the whole town clearly. By this point, it had been about a couple hours. And so they're like, hey, we're down to about 33% fucking capacity. We're going to send half of, of the last platoon. They get in. Only losing like one vehicle is like five or six people. And then we proceed to sit in a uh, whole fucking security circle of vehicles pointed in different directions for four days. While over the radio, we just hear nothing but, yeah, we lost another one. Oh, he's dead. Shit, he's dead too. And they go out to the roll two, roll four, whatever it is, the field hospital, get treated, and then come right back just to go right back to the fucking place to die. And in that time, we crashed a raven, which was great. Um, and also, we were not allowed to use the javelins that we had because we didn't have positive ID on friendlies, which we completely 100% did because the enemy surprisingly and crazily enough did not drive military vehicles they drove fucking technicals so kind of easy to differentiate between who's who's a homie and who's not uh but yeah 4 days we sat there with our thumbs thoroughly planted in our butts and all we could do is sit there and listen to our friends fake dying occasionally coming back us saying what's up smoking a cigarette and then them going right back out to the shit show yeah jack your worst hurry up and wait moment let's keep it short because we're running short on time well, I have two. One involves a radio and one involves three dogs. Which one do you guys want? Uh, the first one. The radio? Okay. We were on ship for my Mew, and we had a female Marine who was standing out on one of the side rails uh, right under the flight deck. Had a radio, crypto everything in it, and up comes this wave takes the radio and her, she hits the railing, radio keeps going, she reports it, Freaking ship starts going in circles while they're trying to figure out what they're going to do about this radio that's now in the Pacific Ocean on its way to the bottom of the ocean. We're all secured to quarters, birthing, whatever you want to call it. And it's like, well, it, we were there for like eight hours just doing a circle in the ocean. 
for a radio that no longer existed. So it's just going back and forth. Sounds about right, Jack. Mia, your worst hurry up and wait moment. So I'm going to pay back off uh, the format Doc used. So, um, no shit, there I was. <laughs> um, worst hurry up and wait. 180% was literally, I was chilling, fucking doing my little thing, get a text saying, hey, you gotta get down um, to the armory, we gotta go over some shit, get you out, do all the shit, you know, bring your CIF shit. Signs and papers, start the med board process. Okay, cool, whatever. <clears throat> they gave me an hour and a half to drive over an hour to the armory to turn in my CIF shit and sign my papers to start my med board so they could get the ball rolling and help me out. It's been two, almost two years now. No shit. Here I still am. <laughs> that's my worst hurry up and wait. wait they really said you need to be here in an hour and a half so we can get you out of the army because you know you're you're so sick you're so disabled like it, you know you, you can't like you can't serve like this no shit here I am almost two years fucking later ding bong fuck my life proud nucleus your worst hurry up and wait moment it's actually kind of similar to Jack's but not too much. Uh, 2020, uh, I was just up and coming. Uh, we were getting ready for this exercise called NIAX. We were prepping all this, you know, equipment for radios, for the Netsy 2 We were prepping all sorts of equipment. And then just one day I come into the shop, I'm ready to work, I'm ready to roll. And then I'm told just to, just to sit there and wait. Literally told her, sit there and wait for instruction. So I'm sitting there waiting, waiting. I waited for two days before I found out that uh, the guy that went to Oman to replace me went on a beach run and lost a sick to an SKO. Oh. Jesus. Drew and Jack right there. Their reactions tell you how bad let's, that is. Let's hear your worst hurry up and wait moment. Um, my worst hurry up and wait moment. Excuse me. Hello. I'm talking to people. Can you back up, please? Uh, <clears throat> my worst hurry up and wait moment happened when I was in Korea. Uh, we were doing a joint training session on something that I can't really talk about. Uh, shut up. And what ended up happening was, is during the training mission, we, we dropped rabbits. We, I'm going to kick you out. I'll fucking sell you to the Chinese people too, motherfucker. I don't fucking play. I'll eat it. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was on here. Right, so, anyways, um, so in my unit we have Bradleys. So, if you know anything about Bradleys, these things have no space in them whatsoever. Like this thing is only meant for like a team. That's it. They're trash. Yeah, and like it. I, Theoretically, if you already know anything about Bradley's, they're supposed to float. It has nothing to do with the story. I just thought you should know that. But I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I can tell you for a fact, Bradley's do not float because there was a Bradley that got completely swept away at Fort Hood. 
Like, I'm talking, it got picked up by the curtain. It got fucking taken away. Like, goodbye, bon voyage, fucking ship out to sea, gone. Yeah. So, um, after we had done our mission, right, part of the mission involved us being in our pro mask, full kit pro mask, you know, doing everything else in the mission. I'm not, I'm not talking about just like all walking through it. It was like full combat speed, fucking doing everything we have to do, like giving 110%. And by the time we actually finished the mission, quote unquote, finished the mission, uh, we ended up sitting inside the Bradley. Now they told us that we couldn't take off our pro mask while we was in the Bradley. Obviously we can give two fucks. The mission was supposed to have ended about two hours prior to that. Every single step of the way, the reason for our delay had something to do with one of the armored guys in the freaking um, Abrams not actually being in the right positions, not doing the orders right on time, shooting their fake target targets in the wrong order, not sending up actual intel through like the comms. So we ended up getting delayed by so much overall that we were stuck inside of this Bradley with the rock army's smoke machine leaking into the bradley itself so we're like here breathing in this fucking nasty smoky smell not wearing our pro mask hot as fuck like i'm talking about this is like if you know anything about korea this place has the worst humidity and the worst pollution you could ever think of like i'm telling you when i finally landed here back in the states it was like i was able to breathe again my lungs are like kissing my freaking chest so we're in there and after the first hour we didn't really think much people started falling asleep you know it is what it is after the second hour you see people starting to sweat and i was like oh whatever five hours five fucking hours of sitting in the bradley not able to open the door, let the ramp go down, people throwing farts over here, the LT being able to smell it in the freaking gun turret, the squad leader over here trying to freaking squeeze his head into the gun turret just so he can get a breath of fresh air. Like, it was bad. People were stomping on my freaking bunions. I don't have bunions. Like, <laughs> it was to the point that even the Katusa looked at me and, mind you, the whole point of them being Katushas is the simple fact that they can speak English. But they have a strong accent. When I tell you this man broke character and finally revealed his true self to speak in the clearest English I have ever heard, he looked me straight in my eyes and said, I have never hated the military more in my entire life than I have today. And I truly hope that I actually graduate college to become a doctor and never in my life experience anything military ever again. The only time. I'm obviously paraphrasing a little bit, but that was the clearest English I've ever heard this man speak. It baffled me. that it, At that moment, I realized I really fucked up. I really fucked up. I have the video, too, of the whole operation, too. And whenever we get the go-ahead, I'm going to show you guys how fucking stupid it is. So you just can't speak on it right now or show us? No, I gotta, I gotta wait for my whole unit to come back before we're actually able to post anything involving what we did over there. Gotcha. Thank you, Hazels. Ten, 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 tenators. To, 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 tobaters. Mas, masturbators. Yeah. We'll be true masturbators, man. 
Terminal Smith, your worst hurry up and wait moment. So uh, there I was in the mean streets at 29 Palms for ITX number fucking three. Oh, um, ITX is infantry training exercise that happens at 29 Palms. And it's like units like they prep for that shit for months upon end. Like it is it is like the Super Bowl for like infantry units. And Jack, Jack will know it. Range 400 is like a sacred place for fucking grunts in the Marine Corps. It is like. It is a real war zone that Marines could just go to and blow shit up. Like, live fire AT4s, live fire fucking javelins, everything fucking going. So, we get told, hey, we're going to prep at the fucking hill at 04, and we're going to fucking assault at daybreak, which is like 550 in the fucking desert. Get there, literally fucking first 240 starts a burst, and then ceasefire gets called. Um... There was a fucking Grand Desert Tortoise that was on the fucking direct firing line like fucking Doc. And that's a big fucking fine. And those things are like super endangered. We waited for 14 hours for this thing to go from one side of the fucking village that we shoot on to the other fucking side. And we couldn't shoot shit. Like we literally had to sit there for 14 fucking hours in the desert just watching this fucking turtle. Literally. Just every like it it just it hurt me to the soul because we're just sitting there looking at this tortoise which is probably older than chesty fucking polar literally just like think like oh well i and it it wasn't even going in a straight line like it cut back to go to like a shrub and then go back and then it like Jack knows the tortoises on 29 palms have full amnesty they know they're protected they don't give a shit they'll try to get in front of you like 14 hours of sitting at range 400 in the middle of fucking summer heat where it's 124 degrees. And I, and I, I, that was the day that I realized that I probably never want to go to 29 palms again. And here I am <laughs> here you going are to about to go. So yeah, that was the worst. That was definitely a day that uh, I will never want to live down again. Uh, Cause I never like want to live. Down. You never want to go to 29 palms again, but here you are yet again yeah. about to here be I, Here I am. Staying on my reenlistment, like I just want to go to a deployable infantry unit in California, not stating that I should have stayed on Camp Pendleton and going to Twenty Nine Palms. And you're gonna be there for how many years? Four. Uh, thirty six months minimum. He can't stay. It's OPSEC, remember? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. OPSEC. My apologies, bro. My apologies. You know what? What is what is a, a basic military contract that you could look up on the internet? Hundred percent right. Goddamn. I guess I'll go fuck myself. I sir. Trevor, I, I would like to end the podcast with this. You may. So, so, with Smith about the fucking tortoises. So, the desert tortoise, yes, it is in danger. Now, sure. for the army, and Drew knows that when we get briefed at NTC, we are, we are explicitly told by the OCs, if we catch you messing with a turtle, we will fuck you up. If we catch you trying to move a turtle, we will fuck you up. If we yeah. catch you... Standing or within turtle, we will fuck you up. The reason being, and like Smith said, these little shits know they're protected. Yeah. These turtles will stop all operation until one, it decides to move its fat fucking squishy ass off the desert, or two, and I cannot fucking, like, I cannot, sh- like, shit you not, you have to wait for one person and only one person, don't know why there's not more, but one person 
to physically come in with a head of lettuce and a fucking cage to turtle whisper this little fucker in to get it out of here. <laughs> this individual makes absolute bank to literally come in, just roll into the desert in her normal vehicle in front of all military operations going on. Regard, like, it could be a live fire. She will still roll in, roll up to this fucking turtle, and you will watch her put this cage down, coax this little fat fucker into it with lettuce. Protected. Put it into the back of her truck, and then proceed to hit every bump on the way out as she stomps it. I have, I have heard stories of the turtle whisperer hitting a big enough bump and watching the cage go flying out the bed of her truck. Oh, wow. And yet I can't shoot a single fucking round over the head of it. Smith, you'll scare it to death. Oh, yeah. Got it. Track like, it. I, I just feel like at the end of the day, the soft-shelled fucking, I don't know what it is, desert turtle is Atropia's greatest secret weapon. Yes. I fucking hate Atropia. Drew. Drew, your last comment you forgot. before we cut it off. You forgot about those good old uh, Atropian lizards Shut the fuck up. that like to chase you. Fuck those things, dude. Yeah, they'll they'll chase you. Um, they're not fun. They're very angry. And if you're bored enough on a guard shift, they provide fantastic entertainment when they fight. Do they? Oh, it's... I, it, it's I'm, yeah. Trevor, Even... it is better watching two tarantulas fight, a tarantula and a scorpion fight, or watching camel spiders fight. Hell yeah. The desert I, I, I love how Hazy's is like, uh-huh, yeah. The desert you know, wizard at Irwin in 2020 is the angriest little ball of fucking cold-blooded scales on planet Earth. And don't forget, I have seen... And Drew can probably attest to this, too, at some point. I have seen one of these little fuckers go toe-to-toe with a coyote. I'm not scared. I have seen the coyote run off with its tail between its legs because this little fucking lizard will physically throw itself at it. Yeah. Anywho, we're going to bring this podcast to an end tonight. I do want to thank everyone who has been watching. Uh, Again, also thank you to all of our sponsors. uh, And thank you to all of my crew that has taken time out of their day to be here this evening. Pretty much on every episode as well. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with episode 16. We're going to be hitting it hard because we have to make up for lost time. So with that being said, it's been me, LT, and the Fuck Recruit. We're signing off for now, and we'll be back tomorrow for episode 16. Have a great night, and P.S. Fuck you, Kyle, you fucking piece of shit. Fuck you, Kyle. 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 Good night, everybody.